islands of Scotland to the spiritual splendor that is Augusta. Grab a seat, grab a glass, and punch your ticket to the power train. It's been a little while. Um, feels good to be back on the train, the par train. The train of the pars. It feels good when you get on it, and it feels good to be back. That song, Old Tom Morris at the beginning, God, doesn't it get you every time? It's actually getting better every time. It is. It's the same thing, <laughs> but it does get better. It's like that fine wine. Um, so we've had a lot happen since the, the last pod, episode two. A lot going on in the sports world. A lot to talk about. A lot to cover. What should we Should we talk some Olympics? Well, it'd be hard not to. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't help myself. It's almost like I love watching the non-traditional stuff. Like, obviously, you like watching Phelps and, you know, all that stuff. But my favorite non-traditional sport, I don't know about you, has to be ping pong. I don't know how these guys run 20 feet past and behind the, uh, the ping pong table Add a lot of spin, hit it as hard as they can, boom, on the money every time. Evan, I've been playing the game for a long time. It is truly a cardio sport. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you what, Matt, real quick, that would be my dream sport if I could put on those fencing masks with the USA flag while playing some Olympic ping pong, I'm just saying. Right, I'm sure your defense wouldn't be that great. But um, no, it, it, I love watching ping pong. I love playing ping pong. But it's just amazing that when you're standing 15, 20 feet behind the table and they're swinging at full speed. I mean, literally swinging the paddle. It's unbe- unbelievable sport. I can watch it all day. All day. But it's not my favorite, Ev. Ooh, what's your favorite? As we talk about non-traditional sports, I think we have something in common here. We like fast pace, right? Ping pong, fast pace. Yep. Men's indoor volleyball. It's, it's, it blows my mind. It blows my mind <laughs> every time I watch it. Whether it's, I mean, the collegiate level, the Olympic level. And, 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 and beach volleyball is great, Ev. Ton of fun. Ton of fun. Um, and it's one of the most well-attended sports, but the indoor, the speed of it, um, the sets, the movements, the motions, my God, if you got hit in the face, you might as well just don't even, you're done. It's over. I mean, I think I am mesmerized by how those guys play. Absolutely love it. And the girls too, but indoor volleyball. It's almost the opposite of ping pong. Ping pong, they move away from the net. (laughs) Men's volleyball, they get up right in it. Yeah. No, I, um, I, uh, I love it. But but all the sports are great, Ev. I mean, it's the it's the one time where I think everybody gets tuned in to watch you know, gymnastics, the diving, the synchronized diving. I mean, it, it's it's great. It's great fun. We're all in. We're rooting for our country. Yeah, I mean, I gotta say, I'd rather watch ping pong than listen to Ryan Lochte stories. You know what I'm saying? My God, you know, here's the thing with this guy. Everybody is like so disappointed in this guy. He the guy has been a d bag ever since he's burst onto the scene. We just love him because he's a, on the park. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's not, but let's not sugarcoat it. I mean, the guy, we love him. He's funny. He's got a reality show. He's got silver hair. He's won 12 medals. Michael Phelps isn't around. He's probably got a lot more gold medals. And we just like, we latch on to him. But he's such a bro, and he's, so, he's always been so immature. And it's too bad how this has all kind of ended up. But are we really surprised, Ev? You know what? I was just confused about the whole thing. I don't understand how knocking down a bathroom door turns into um, someone putting their gun at his forehead. Because, you know, there's a lot of questions about Rio with the crime, especially with the golfers, you know? Boy, and you know what? And, and the whole media blew, blew this whole thing out of proportion when it comes to, like, Rio not being ready and the crime and all be scared of this place and the Zika. And I know people went down there and said they never felt unsafe. They never felt threatened by mosquitoes. And then this guy, at the end of the Olympics, 
lies about this and makes Brazil look terrible. And so I'm glad they got to the bottom of it. I am so glad they got to the bottom of this because what is, I mean, it was just, it was, as Brian Lockie said, this was a traumatic experience, an absolute traumatic experience for him that he got drunk and wanted some snacks and treated people, (laughs) treated the gas station staff terrible. Yeah. The guy's a joke, great athlete, but he wants to come back 2020 Tokyo. I saw today have what, three or four sponsors, including Speedo dropped him. See ya. Dropped. Just like hitting it OB. It's, uh, funny. it's funny how he doesn't you know? have silver hair anymore because he's now he's got to go on TV and look like you know like he's actually presentable. I mean, how tan was that guy in uh, night one of the of the swimming in the post game interviews? It was just, the guy's a joke. Well, I got to tell you, as a former Olympian, you know, I was in the Maccabi Games, <laughs> Jewish Olympics, the Jewish <laughs> Jewish Olympics. Olympics uh, yep. you know, started in Atlanta back in the day. Well, gotta have respect, you know. Gotta have respect for the country. Um, carry but you know what? Enough just, with Lochte. Enough with yeah, the Olympics. We can it talk about it. We can, make, we can make fun of Lockie all day. But uh, Matt, I hear someone coming down the cart path. Um, I believe it's our beloved cart girl. Well, this is a great tradition. I've, I got to ask you, what are we drinking tonight? Uh, Serm, I've got one of my favorite beers, probably in my top three. It is a Kona. Company. I know you love it too. Uh-huh. Um, Fire Rock Pale Ale. So for those of you that love your pale ales or – Actually, maybe for those of you that say IPAs are a little bit too hoppy for me, it's got a hoppy start, but a clean finish. And what more would you really want? Ev, I love your passion. I'm not a big uh, pale ale guy, but... Yeah, because you're, you're still in the Midwest. You're t- <laughs> All right. Uh, you're talking about balance, which is great. I'm, uh, I'm mixing up. Not, no gin for me this time. Whoa. Doing, a little, doing a little wine night, complimentary of Trader Joe's. A little Sauvignon Blanc. Ev, I got to ask you, wow. is, is it dry or is it a sweet wine? Well, people don't even know. You I know? would guess dry. <laughs> I don't see it as a big sweet guy. I, see, I kind of always favored it as more of kind of sweet and refreshing. And believe it or not, Ev, Sauvignon Blanc, 275,000 acres planted worldwide of Sauvignon Blanc. Wow. So not only are you sitting there all classy, classed up on the par train, waiting for your stop, you are giving me facts. I got to say, wow. it's impressive. I mean, look, we're taking this stuff seriously, okay? This is not a joke. I mean, if we, you know, we can get the natural light, you know, you know, the Keystone. That's- I mean, the fact that you're on the par train drinking wine is kind of a joke, but you know what? We might want to just move on to the rapid fire. What yeah. Can we get it going? All right. Um, we're going to do, what, eight questions, and we're going to do it super quick. Are you ready? Yeah, let's not take some time. Let's do this thing. Okay. Phelps versus Usain Bolt. Who's more dominant? Bolt makes it look easier. Wow. Okay. Question two. Ev, watching HBO Hard Knocks this year, or are you boycotting it? Well, uh, I'm watching. I know it's tough. I'm from St. Louis. Rams moved to L.A. But uh, it's like a girlfriend coming to town, an ex-girlfriend coming to town. You got to know what she's doing. I'm watching. Okay. He's watching. God bless him. All right. Trump comes onto the par train. What's the order from the car crawl? You know, I think he orders scotch neat to look tough, and he barely finishes half of it. Wow. Because he's not that tough. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a winner. I'm a winner. I'm, you know, I'm a... All right, here we go. All right, Ev. Now that Nike Goff is out completely, will our guy, Tiger Woods, decide to go back to Titleist like the old days? Yes, with his putter. No, with his irons. There's been a lot of word that he's going with uh, those old school butter blades. <laughs> Mira. Okay. Um, Matt, 
Serm, I got a good one for you. Ready? So, of 450,000 condoms that were given out to the Olympic, Olympic athletes, over under 300,000 used. Under. I mean, they got they got to practice and compete a little bit. I mean, they, you know, they got the nightlife, but come on. I mean, that's insane. Three hundred thousand? You kidding me? Okay, that's too much. Under. Okay. We're moving on. We're moving on. <laughs> More Olympic talk, Ev. Should Olympic golf in Tokyo be a team sport instead of an individual? Yes. Put them in a scramble. <laughs> team scramble. <laughs> Get them a beer. Let's do this. <laughs> I want them looking for the best drive, and I want them to hit from the same spot and win that gold medal. Let's do it. All right, next question. Would you give up your three Blackhawks Stanley Cups for a Cubs World Series this year? No, because if they don't win it this year, they're winning it next. Oh, <laughs> this wow. team's too bad. The organization's insane. Wow. Okay. They're like the Hawks. They follow the Hawks. Okay, anyways. We're moving on. Evan... Would you rather go out with your guy, Justin Timberlake, or your hometown original boy, Nelly, out in the town one night? Uh, it's tough. I'm sorry, St. Louis, but I got to go with JT. I'm going out with this guy. I'm hoping to be lifelong friends, and I want to play some golf with JT. Boom. All right, last question. <laughs> We're both going to answer it. Ready? Better Ready. golf movie, Happy Gilmore or Caddyshack? Happy Gilmore. Five iron, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> Shooter too good. What do you got out? Hey, hey, I think the uh, the putt breaks to the left. No, you just don't have a shoe on. I'm going happy too. All okay, right. super happy. Woo! I gotta say that was invigorating. That was actually a rapid, rapid fire. Rapid fire. Feels good. We're moving along. Par train's going. All right. So obviously the par train. You know, we're both some avid golfers. Um, Serm, you're a D1 um, grad. Played at Missouri State. Indeed. Uh, myself, single digit, you know, former baseball, moving on to the Big Ten, big time. Uh, let's single talk, digit you know, handicap for those listening out there. <laughs> yeah, single digit handicap, currently a six. That means um, Evan has improved greatly over the last 10 years. Greatly, because that's about shooting, how long I've been playing. Shooting low scores. Yep. Um, let's talk a little golf, shall we? It's what we well, love to talk about. The Olympics, there was a lot, a lot of buzz around it. A lot of top players didn't play in it. Um, but a few select ones did, and I don't think it disappointed. I mean, what a finish. Well, I, yeah, I mean, it was, it was pretty cool. It was funny. Matt Kuchar, an American, was playing it. Didn't realize it was an individual competition until the week up. <laughs> <laughs> he thought it was a scramble. But Evan, I don't think he was the only one. I mean, yeah, I think a lot of people really thought that was, it was going to be an, it was going to be a team event. Obviously it wasn't, but it was really, really fun to watch, and these guys were giving it their all. Absolutely, and I think, uh, I think it probably did better than other pro players, that, you know, other PGA Tour guys that didn't play. I think they want to get in next, next time in Tokyo. Well, what more would you want? Justin Rose going up against Stenson um, down the stretch. Kucher was in the mix going real low um, to put himself in metal form with bronze. But, uh, I mean, it was, it was, there was a lot of drama. I mean, Henrik Stenson putting down on his back on the tee box, getting chiropractic adjustments. Isn't that great? You know, you didn't, I mean, you didn't see that 20 years ago, you know, but sure why not? Why not? But I got to say, I'll say this. We can talk about it, but everybody's talking about, okay, 
there wasn't a lot of top players there. Is an Olympic gold, how's it rank, you know, up against a major championship and sure. tour championship, which we'll talk about a little later. I think that obviously the the strength of the field wasn't as good as it could have been, but I'll tell you this. I think a gold medal for Justin Rose is one step below a major championship, but it's right up there. It's very close because of the unknown. You saw it with Ricky. You saw it with actually all the Americans that they all started really slow. In my mind, it's because you come to the tournament, you don't really expect much. You don't really know what to expect, but then you start going to all these events and you start to feel like you're a part of the American team. And I got to say, they got nervous. They didn't know how to handle it. I mean, you don't know what it's like playing for a gold medal. And that's why Ricky Fowler went low when he realized he was out of it. Same thing with Patrick Reed and Bubba. Yeah, I, I just think uh, I, I think you know you saw some of these guys from different countries skipping majors to get ready for this thing. I think it, you know I, I don't think it, it, it meant as potentially as much to a lot of the American guys in some of these smaller countries. Um, where they really feel like they're truly, they're the person representing their country, all eyes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I, I think it, it maybe meant more to to them, um, like you know Henrik Stenson, who's representing Sweden. You know, he, I, I don't know. I think it's just. I think it's. I think it was really interesting. But I do agree with you, Ev. I think it's not as big as a major, but a gold medal. I mean, I mean, Justin Rose, he was floored by his performance and everything. And kind of scares me. I don't like seeing him yell like that with the Ryder cup around the corner. Oh, Evan. I mean, uh, we love the, you know, you've been to the Ryder cup. I mean, yeah. Medina, right Stenson, in your backyard. Stenson Rose. That's a one, two punch right there for the Europeans and the Ryder cup. And, and for those of you guys listening, the Ryder cup is, uh, you know, a team event played every two years where it's the best Europe, 12 best European players play against the 12 best American players in a team format. It's really cool. It's team golf. I thought it was an individual sport. Nope, nope. Not for the Ryder Cup. And it's, you know, it's been going on for 80, 90 years. And, and the, the Americans American, have put it to us. They've put it to us in recent times. The last 15 years, you know, Americans won it forever, but European golf has gotten so good. And Ev, I got to pitch this to you. Everyone says, you know, the Europeans, they care more about it. There's more camaraderie. There's more pride to win this thing, and they always do. What, what, what is it? I mean, we've got just as good of players, but why can't the Americans win? You, you, you were there a couple years ago at Medina when the Americans were going to supposed to win it, and then they blew it on the last day. They, they gave up the biggest lead. Honestly, I think it's ego. I think the Americans have bigger egos, and they don't gel as well. I guess, um, right? I think like, the Europeans are just like they were. They're, they're buddies, yeah. I, I guess. Like they feed off the energy, they feed off the crowd, they feed off. The well, pressure. here's the thing. I, I, I don't know. In it's my weird. mind, it's not about. You can look at who's playing well and and all that stuff, but playing well in individual stroke play out on tour is very different than playing well when you have an entire team of your country behind you like it's, it's a totally different mentality you don't want to let people down and you've got to you've got to pick guys like i keep thinking we'll talk about Ryder cup later but this guy named beef you know on the european side he is a bundle of joy you he's, know? A, he's a guy that would get the team fired up get him going i mean he's obviously really talented he's fearless he's young it's the kind of guys you want yeah so you know we'll keep it going Ryder cup we're, we're hopeful but and the americans 
We struggled. We have really struggled. All right, Matt. I got one. I got a question for you. I've been thinking about this all week. I don't know where it came from, but kind of a fun question out of left field. You know, kind of blending our two favorite sports, golf and baseball. See what I did there? Okay. Yeah. Oh, I've seen you do it. If you had to pick a caddy and you had the choice of any superhero, who would you pick? Well, okay. So, guys, folks, for all you know out there, the PGA, the PGA Tour players, they have caddies. Right? We all know what a caddy is. They carry their clubs. They're like their sidekick. They help them around the course. You know, they help them you know, be as great as they can be. If you can play golf with a caddy, it's the best. All right, to your question, Ev, because I know you, you just, love you I know you sidekick, Matt. Are you picking Robin? <laughs> I'm, I'm not picking Robin, and I know you love superheroes. I'm not picking a superhero, but I am picking somebody who's from the fantasy world. His, oh. name, is, his name is Peter Pan. Okay? Oh, wow. <laughs> Peter Pan? Two reasons. Is it the because guy, of that little wine you're sipping on? Uh, you know what? You know, the Blanc's kicking in. But we'll talk about that later. Peter Pan's fearless. He was a, he was a boy who defeated men. Okay. So he's not afraid of the old veteran or the guy who's won it too many times. He come out. He's a young gun. He's like a speed. He just he's absolutely he doesn't he doesn't need experience. He's just fearless and he's talented. But Peter Pan, he's all, he's always a believer in being a kid, right? And they say in golf, the older you get, the smarter you get. But sometimes you get too technical, too mechanical, and your own mind gets in your own way. They say, play like you're a child. You don't think. You just have fun. You just yep. react and you play. Just go play. So if he's my caddy and he's got this outlook about, man, just go do it. Just, just have fun. Just don't think. Just, just trust yourself and, you know, trust what you can do. He's also wearing tights. You think of that he's, part? Well, I mean, you know, he's in good shape. You know, I mean, maybe a little <laughs> tough for making a turn, a little tough on the glutes. But uh, <laughs> I'm going with Peter Pan, Ev. Wow. He's, he's fearless. And he doesn't, he's not going to think about it. He's going to encourage me to have fun the whole time. All right, I'm not going to lie. I thought a lot about this question, and I thought about going Superman at first just because he could kind of give me that flyover, you know, every right. hole. But then I'm like, eh, yeah. some holes are right in front of you. You don't need a flyover. Yeah, let's not slow up play as. Okay. Uh, well, you know, he does fly, you know, speed of lightning. Um, <laughs> but I think I'm going to go, and I'm not even a big X-Man guy, but I'm going to go Professor X, the guy in the wheelchair. Oh, sure. Because he like is a powerful telepath who can read and control the mind of others. So imagine if he could control my mind to be incredibly positive, incredibly focused on visualizing the shot, maybe mess with my opponent's minds. And, you know, he promotes peaceful coexistence and equality between humans and mutants. Well, what does that have um, to do with anything? Well, sometimes your mind on the golf course can be your mutant. <laughs> you oh, know? Like, all right. Way to save it. Way to and save it. Thank you. And this guy... <laughs> knows how to create that peaceful coexistence. And what more would you like than to have a peaceful coexistence with your caddy on the course? Well, it sounds very spiritual, very Legend of Bagger Vance, yep. one with the course and your surroundings. I think we got a theme here, Rev. I think it's all about, you know, just finding peace out there, having fun. Having a good time. Maybe boozing up, seeing Professor X, you know, once a couple beers. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. Let's, you know... Well, let's keep it to a minimum here. The, you know, the car girl is coming around again. so <laughs> Okay, she's coming around on the back nine. All right, but let's get to this week. So we got the FedEx Cup starts this week. So for people that don't know, um, for you newbies out there, the FedEx Cup was created, I believe, in 07. Yeah, it was um, in 07. It's, very, it's fairly new. It still yep. feels new to me. It's basically trying to create a play, uh, the playoffs in golf. So the playoffs starts this week. 
essentially this event, um, top 100 move on the next week, the top 70 move on, and then the tour championship, the top 30 move on. And the people that get in the tour championship and the FedEx playoffs um, were playing for FedEx Cup points all year. So it's kind of like you get rewarded, you get in the playoffs, kind of like any other sport. You play well during the year, you make the playoffs. And then if you win the tour championship and the FedEx Cup, uh, you can win 10 mil. A lot of money, Evan. When the normal tournament's about one mil, so uh, about ten times the earnings. Huge, huge time in golf starts this week. You know, Evan, you're exactly right. It is a great time of the year for golf. The golf season's not over. So who do you got this? Who do you got in the FedEx Cup? Ev? Give me one great pick, and you know we love sleepers. Give me a sleeper. So it's not that far fetched of a pick, but honestly, I kind of like Spieth. Um, for the FedEx Cup playoffs because he's kind of this guy that obviously had a dream year last year, hasn't done anything um, this year in the majors, and a lot of people see it as a disappointment. So I can kind of see it where he'll come back and he'll kind of be hungry, especially because he didn't go to the Olympics, and I can see him winning the FedEx Cup and then making an argument for having just another great year. Um, Sleeper, one of his buddies, I'm going to go with JT, Justin Thomas. Sure. He threw a couple low rounds recently. I think he shot like a 63 or 64 a couple weeks ago. And uh, You love these young guns, Ev. I do. He's getting that mojo from his boy Spieth. I'm going to go JT. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll, give you, I'll give you my picks. I'm going to give you – I'm torn between Kucher and Furyk. Ooh, um, I, think Furyk, I think Furyk is not a sleeper anymore. I think we talked about him as a sleeper in the majors. I think he is a main pick, Mr. 58. Um, I think oh, he's yeah. playing. I mean, he's, every week he's playing really good. He's really healthy, I, and he's won the FedEx Cup outright in the past. I forgot what year, but I think it was three or four years ago. Ten million. So I like Furyk as my main pick. He's just so consistent over such periods of time. And I'll give you my sleeper, a guy named Smiley Kaufman. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, our boy. Uh, now I'll be honest. He he has struggled in recent tournaments. He is twenty six in the standings. He's missed the last couple of cuts. But have you heard about this brand spanking new sponsorship partnership deal he's got? You know what, Matt? I believe it's a natural type deal. It's, it's Natty nat- Light. <laughs> he, folks, you don't know. If you don't know, Smiley Kaufman, young player out there, has signed. He's inked a deal with Natural Light, our favorite, our favorite <laughs> beer from college. I just especially, can't wait to see. Especially here from Missouri. I can't wait to see where he puts the logo. Like, is it going to be on his shirt? Is it going to be on the bag? I know it's not on his shoes because I just saw his shoes posted on uh, Instagram the other day, and it's a purple stripe Foot Joy shoe with a little smile, uh, smiley emoticon on the heel. Well, uh, we like Smiley. We think he he's finally, you know, he's he's going to get over his little slump. He's played good all year for the most part. He's drinking Natty Light for free. I mean, not like it's real expensive to begin with, but you know, I mean, I'm going with Smiley. Hey, FedEx, as FedEx Smiley Cup. would say, as Smiley would say, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> we like the young guns, but Furyk's one of the older guys, so we kept them in there for fun. <laughs> with that, with that said, Ed, yeah, you know, a lot of sports are kicking back into gear. Obviously, baseball is oh. moving along here. Playoffs oh, around the corner. I see where you're going. September's here. You know, the Cubs. You know. People used to crack jokes about them completely useless by September. That's that's not even true anymore. It's not going to be true for the next 15 years. We've also got the NFL kicking back up. My Bears, well, 
your used to be Rams. But Cubs cards, they did square off two weeks ago. They split the series. Ev, do your cards have a chance to catch my Cubs? Not to win the division, which you know how hard that is for me to say? At least he accepted. The first step is always admitting. You know, um, I ran through the math this weekend with my brother, who is a stats analyst at ESPN, you know, the flagship leader. God, sounds like um, a real fun time you got. You know, that was. <laughs> yeah, that was tough to swallow, and we were at brunch too, so you know it was a complicated time. I hope there was a few Bloody Marys <laughs> calming your nerves. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you know what? I'll tell you this, Matt. The regular season, you can have it, okay? Right. And here's why: we're 12 back in the NL Central, but guess what? We're That's a game a and a half back on the Giants. <laughs> Heard of them? Hate them. In the wild card, they stole a few rings from me. Uh-huh. Um, so let's say I, I'm confident we've won seven of the last ten. We've had 24 homers in our last 11 games, and we're f- we've had 50 multi-home run games this year. That's tied for the third most in the MLB. And right. with all the guys we have on the DL, Holiday, Adams, Waka, Diaz, Rosenthal, hasn't been pitching well lately, but, you know, the guy pitches well in the playoffs. Bottom line mm-hmm. is I'll let you guys have the NL Central. We're going to come in hot in the wild card, get another chance at you in the playoffs, and guess what? Pressure's all on the Cubbies. And then guys like Bartman and all of those those terrible memories of the past come right. to fruition, and the Cardinals just do what they do. Right. Okay, that's interesting. Um, so, <laughs> so you said you guys won seven out of the last ten, and you're still 12 back? Yeah. 12 and a uh-huh. half back? Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. That, I, just, I just wanted to just make sure that was the real situation there. Um, yeah, I mean, you guys, nobody can name anybody in your team. This is not the Cardinals teams of the past years. Cubs, in the other hand, this is, I mean, it's their time to win. This team is better than everybody. They just got to perform. They can't run into a buzzsaw like they did last year against the Mets. The team was hot because I think we just took the Cardinals down easily in the first round. That was a joke. I mean, how many home runs did we hit in that, in that first series? Yeah, let's not talk about that series. That's- so we got, you know, but, you know, uh, you know, great teams. I will say the Cardinals have been many great years because they stay, you still got to stay healthy. And you got to stay consistent. The Cubs are really hot right now. I think they've lost four games in August. And then they've lost the last two games. Um, so it's our year, Ev. I mean, you know it's ours to lose. A lot of pressure. Can you just say on the air that the Cubs are the most talented team in baseball? A lot say of pressure. Can, can you say it with me, Ev? Or can you well, say it with let, me, let me ask you this, Matt. If you are the most talented team in baseball, does that mean you have the most pressure? And if you add on the fact that you haven't won a World Series in over 100 years, do you think that adds a little bit more pressure? Okay, thank you. These are young guys, Coach Joe Madden. Come on. Come on. Okay. Well, I just can't wait. I can't wait for the episode of the par train um, (laughs) when we see what happens. Yeah, I will say this. I I, I think the Nationals are going to be tough. I think the Dodgers are playing well. They've taken over the division, but I still like the Giants. And I would look out for Toronto if we want to cross it over a little bit. But – with that said, Ev, NFL season's back too. Your Rams. Oh, wait a second. The Los Angeles Rams. Now, are you going to be pulling for them or what? No, I, um, you know. <laughs> it's not the St. Louis Rams. It's a big debate. I wasn't an LA Rams fan before. I became a Rams fan when they moved to St. Louis. And when they leave St. Louis, so do I. <laughs> so even though I live here now, I am, uh, I'm, not, I'm not a Rams fan. I've actually chosen another team. And and who's that? I, the Bears? Uh, no, actually, I've, I've chosen the Colts. Just 
you just decided that I'm going to root for Indianapolis. You know, they're the closest team to St. Louis. Um, they're a good Midwestern-type franchise. Love Andrew Luck. I was a Colt in high school. Love the coach. I mean, there's a lot of parallels. Uh, you're really connecting the dots for yeah. listeners. This uh-huh. is a real great story. Yep. And you got to feel excited about the team you choose. This is the first time in, in the history of sports you can just choose a team you want to be fans of. You know, the only time you can, besides your hometown team, is when that team leaves your hometown. And well, here we uh, are. Well, uh, I, do, I, I do have to give you credit for the listeners out there. Evan... And our guy Ryan Winehouse have been diehard St. Louis Rams fans. I think uh, we saw City didn't quite support them like they should have been supported. And you guys have been there through thick and thin. And, you know, it's tough to see him go. So I'm glad you found, oh. a new, found a new team. You're finding some peace. Yeah, so, you know, you know my Bears, you know, we'll see Jay Cutler. Had a great year last year. Your team, boy. He did pretty well last year. He stayed healthy. Love his wife. Loves John. Well, she doesn't, you know. <laughs> she's uh you know too many kids you know i don't know what the deal is not keeping jay focused but i think he is focused i think the bears make the playoffs this year i'm gonna say it right now 10 wow. and 6 he's clicking with the offense fox jason white excuse me uh, kevin white from west virginia sure he was injured all last year i think we're gonna have a, a much better year but the vikings are very tough in our division. we'll see if jeremy langford can carry the, carry the rock with that said, uh, Jeremy Langford, you picking him on your fantasy football team this year? Because we got a big fantasy season coming up. You know, uh, I I'm gonna look at Jeremy, uh, but I'm not sold on him yet. I, I gotta, I still gotta do a little bit of due diligence. Maybe Matt, maybe we should have a show in a few weeks just focused on fantasy. Plus, you know, updates from the FedEx Cup playoffs, outlook to Ryder. I like Cup. it. It could be fun. I like it. I mean, you know, we've got we're in a bunch of leagues. Um, you know, you're you're a former commissioner. You've had you've had your hand in a lot of uh, different aspects of fantasy football. So I think uh, I think we do a big fantasy football preview here coming up. I love it. Well, you know, I used to be I in mean, fifteen leagues last seems, year, and right. now I'm trying to get under five. Yeah, you know, hope, you know, yeah. Let's uh, we'll reconvene about that because that's really we got to dive deep into that. We're going to dive deep. We're going to give you some picks, give you some sleepers. You heard it here first, folks. Love it. Par, par train fantasy football. It sounds, it sounds kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. You never thought the par train would stop at fantasy land, but it is. We're doing it. We don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so that, uh, so, all right, folks, listen for that. Um, but as you know, as we kind of wrap it up, uh, another uh, stop on the par train. Um, give us something. Give listeners something for this week. What do you got for us? What's new? What's hot? Besides so, fantasy. All right, so tonight, little I'm giving you real top top notch news here. Tonight, our boy Jordan Spieth is going to be on Jimmy Fallon. Um, yep. I assume he's going to have a club in his hand doing some type of trick shot, so that'll be fun to watch. Uh, and then a little tip for for those weekend warriors out there, I just thought of a new bet um, for for a little golf with your buddies. Instead of throwing twenty, you know. Six pack of beer, the five 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 front back total. Why not bet the fact that the next round you guys play together, the guy who loses has to carry his clubs for him. Double bagging. <laughs> Can you imagine walking down the fairway with no bag on you and your buddies double bagging it? It's Sounds shameful. Like it's shameful. I love it. <laughs> I love it, Ev. No, what that's about you. Good. That's good fun. You know, Ev. You know, I I don't got a whole lot for this week. I'm I'm telling you this. I'm gonna go see the boss Bruce Springsteen for the third time on Sunday wow. uh, at the United Center. So, um, you know, I love a good live show. So, 
if you haven't listened to the boss in a while, I'd say just put on Dance in the Dark, watch the video, start dancing yourselves. But um, no, Eva, you know, like we said, it's good to be back on the train. We're moving along. We're moving along. It's this is the this is the 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 year the time of the year where sports is everything. Everything's yeah. coming back. Hockey's coming down the road too. Be on the lookout. We'll have to talk about that soon. And folks, exciting stuff. Not only is the part trying making more stops, but we're on Instagram now. Yes, we are. Um, had a had a nice little blow up post yesterday, getting a lot of traction um, with our boy sports. Speed, and uh, we're on iTunes. So part train podcast, chugging along. And don't forget about Twitter. Shoot us a treat. We're on all of it. What can you say? All right, Matt. It's been great. Hey, this was a dream. Maybe we'll uh, we'll reconnect. We'll think about when to bring out that fantasy um, and FedEx Cup playoffs update one soon. Yeah. Tune in, folks. All right. Later, Matt.